everybody welcome to a special friday edition here i don't know if it's special or not but uh the utah high school hoops podcast and i am excited to uh spend a little bit of time live here kind of going through the 1a 2a and 3a um i know i don't think 1a brackets are out yet but i just kind of want to talk a little bit about some of the programs there at the top um maybe even look at a potential dark horse in each of these divisions obviously 4a 5a and 6a have not yet been set so uh we're going to dive in you're going to watch me fumble around through various pieces of information uh, i've done a little bit of prep for it but you know what's what's uh what fun is that when you can just sort of come on live on the internet and wing it so let's get to our intro music This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, that was fun. So uh, I've been doing this now for the whole season, and obviously we're coming up here on what everyone has been working towards, which is the playoffs, right? I feel like uh, Jim Mora, for those of you who are not 43 years old, Jim Mora was the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Go look it up. Uh, and he goes off this whole rant on playoffs. But we're here, right? And so for a lot of teams, uh, they've already had sort of some like first round kind of play in games. Um, I think uh, 2A and 3A have had those already. Um, and so we're starting to see some of these brackets form. And uh, so I wanted to go through, take a look at some of these teams, talk about some of these players at the 1A, 2A, and 3A level. And then I thought, I haven't asked anybody yet, but I thought about trying to get some people on, just like at the beginning when we did the preview, but reach back out to, uh, to AJ, who runs Utah Ballers. Everyone go check out Utah Ballers on Instagram. They do a great job over there. The Hoop Diaries is awesome. Uh, uh, Hector Marquez came on, Tim Drisdom came on. So trying to go get some of these uh, really basketball experts uh, who know a lot more than me to maybe take a look at the playoffs, the brackets, the seating, all that kind of stuff as we get into the end of the year. And uh, it's been fun so far. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, so we're going to get into 1A basketball right now. For those of you who don't know, uh, I coached a 1A basketball team last year, and I will tell you this. I probably said this before in the podcast, but 1A basketball and 2A basketball in Utah is no joke. And, and you know, I mean, certainly the there, there might be some talent. There certainly are talent discrepancies, right? I mean, there are kids going D1 and 6A, 5A, you know, 4A, even 3A. Um, but the the level of physicality, uh, the amount of driving you have to do. I think the closest that we we had 10 road games to start the year. And I think the closest drive when I was at ICS was an hour. Um, you know, our first our first round playoff game was down at Whitehorse, which is all the way down at the four corners. So you get on the road. It's like from what I've heard, it's like playing a JUCO college. So or a JUCO college schedule. Uh, so you know, let's let's show a little bit of uh, appreciation, respect for the schools in 1A. Um, and just kind of taking a look here. So I've got um, the, so Max Preps, if you're not familiar with them, you should be. If you're listening to a high school basketball podcast, you should be pretty familiar with Max Preps. 
Um, I think Max Preps does a good job because they have a they have a rating that's also based off of a strength of schedule, and it just takes a lot of different things into consideration. Why I, I don't I can't answer for why we don't have some sort of strength and schedule strength of schedule um, way of of looking at things when it comes to the UHSA RPI, but that's a whole other conversation. So uh, looking over here at Max Preps. And uh, I can't see the RPI because it's hidden for 1A and 4A and 5A and 6A where they do the big unveil tomorrow. Um, but also on the Deseret News, if we look at 1A, um, I think that there is a pretty clear favorite in 1A, which is the Penguich Bobcats. Um, so Penguich is currently, they're sitting here at 19 and 3 on the year coached by Coach Clint Barney. And uh, Coach Barney, y'all, has a career record of 433 wins to 138 losses. That's incredible. Um, Penguich has certainly built a, a really powerful team down there. Um, and going through their schedule, I mean, they're, they're only, let's see, their losses this year were to, hang on, I'm still going, they beat Grantsville. Um, which is a, I believe, a 3A school. They beat them back in December. Uh, they lost to Hurricane. Sorry, it's Hurricane. It, you know what? Don't come for me. All right. I'm from Colorado originally. I'm not from here. It's, I don't, I, I don't mean I don't care because I really respect you all down south. But the weather pattern around which this is named is called a hurricane. It's the Miami Hurricanes. We, can we just call it hurricane? Is that okay? Or do we have to stick with hurricane? Anyway, um, hurricane is a 4A school and, uh, and Penguin lost to them. Uh, they also, they also lost to, uh, Canyon view who I also believe is if, if memory serves, let me just look at this here real quickly. So I'm not speaking out of turn. Uh, yeah. Canyon view is a 3A school. Um, and I believe, let me see, I believe that that is is that it for their losses? That's it for their losses. Uh, they play tonight against Milford in their uh, kind of their regular season finale. Uh, they've played Milford already. They beat them 81 to 55. And uh, that's the only other time they played. So I, I think that the expectation is that that Penguich is, is certainly going to be there in, in the state championship game for 1A. Uh, looking through some of their uh, stats here, we've got number 42, Cash Iyer. I apologize if I pronounce, mispronounce any of your names. Uh, we've got Justin Osborne uh, and Daxton Miller uh, are kind of leading the charge here in their points per game. Daxton's also averaging 5.4 assists per game, uh, so scoring and also dropping some assists. Let's take a look at uh, what else do we got on here. This is kind of fun and exciting. Oh. I was trying to get some more like uh, rebounds that uh, real quickly. Let's see. Daxton is so, so our guy uh, Daxton is averaging uh, 9.68 points per game, 5.86 rebounds per game and 5.4 assists per game. Uh, so, you know, basically 10, six and five uh, with, with also 1.3 steals per game. Um, so he's leading the team in, steals per game, assists per game, rebounds per game, and is third on the team in scoring. 
at 9.68. Daxton Miller is a class of 2025 kid. He is a six foot two guard, according to uh, Deseret News. Had a high game this year of 24 points, six rebounds, and seven assists against Tintic on January 6th. So, um, you know, you can get to know your your Penguich guys over at uh, over at Deseret News. They've got all this uh, all this information, but really solid team. Um, you know, like I said, I, I I do expect them to to be one of to actually to be the title favorite right now. Um, close behind them, though, are some teams with also three and four losses. You've got uh, the Paiute Thunderbirds. Um, Paiute has the same record at 19 and three, though I believe one of those losses was in fact to Penguich. Let me just double check this here real quickly. Yeah, so a uh, Paiute Penguich did uh, face off on January 17th. Penguich had a 14 point lead. Um, Paiute is led by Jackson Westwood, averages 18 a game, and Cole Westwood. I'm guessing they're related uh, at 13.3 points per game. Um, let's see. Jackson is a class of 2024, six foot one guard. Uh, looks like a three. Uh, yeah, he's, he's made 37 three pointers this year, had a 30 point game against Bryce Valley, scored 29 against Grand, 29 at Rich uh, for Jackson Westwood. Paiute is coached by coach Eric Jessen. And then um, Tabiona also is a uh, perennial, um, you know, state contender in 1A. They were at 18 and four this year. Again, um, one of those losses was also to Penguich. Uh, they are led by uh, Coach Lee Gins. Lee Gins, uh, 174 wins. Uh, Chance Lazenby at 14 points. Logan Rhodes and Gavin Rhodes, again, probably related uh 12 and 11 points per game and then finally you've got rich uh the rich rebels are uh winding out the top four here rich finished the year 14 and three again this is a common theme one of their losses this year was in fact to penguich uh they also lost to Paiute. uh rich uh is led by coach lex cornea and uh players rich lundgren Jaden Desch and Carson Moore, Muir, Muirbrook, Muirbrook. Ah, I think I got that one, Carson. Sorry, um, but you know, I, it would it would seem like in within kind of the uh, the the top the top four uh, anywhere you look, those are kind of the four. Whether it's on Max Preps, whether it's on Deseret News, um, you know, when it comes to a potential sleeper. Uh, within within 1a um i think that you know teams like wendover and manila are they're well coached uh they're scrappy teams these are these are some teams that not nobody at the top is going to want to see it in the, in the second round right so let's say that manila ends up with a six seed and uh rich ends up with a three seed you know those teams are very familiar with each other uh, they're probably the t- i think there might be the two closest schools um you know, and and I don't think that Rich is going to want to see a team like Manila, um, even though they graduated some kids. They're super well coached, and they're always going to be prepared. So um, those would be kind of be my dark horses in one A basketball. Wait a second, I have a comment. Uh, hola, hey, 
Hola, random person tuning in to watch me on YouTube. Uh, okay, uh, that was special. Uh, here's the deal. We're going to go to a quick ad break for my friends over at GoRuby. And then when we come back, we're going to go through 2A and uh, and spend a little bit of time on 3A. We'll be right back on the Utah High School Hoops podcast. How the heck are you supposed to eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day? And as a mom, I think I figured it out. Ruby. Ruby is the only way. Open, pour, shake, drink. My kids love Ruby because it tastes so good. And when in your life are you going to get this many fruits and vegetables in just one serving? Like I get to eat my McKee berries. Trust me on this one. Try it once and you will not regret it. Your kids won't even complain that they have to drink it. It's that good. And you won't regret going to GoRuby.com and using code Adam15 to get 15% off your purchase. That's GoRuby, G-O-R-U-V-I.com and use code Adam15 for 15% off your purchase. Hey, as promised, we are back. Uh, But for real though, also... Um, I, I have been personally using this Ruby product. That's why I reached out to them. Uh, I, I mix in, uh, I, I, I'm on like creatine and stuff like that. Trying to keep my dad bod, sorry, my father figure, uh, in, in pretty solid shape, going to orange theory, doing all the things. Um, but I highly recommend it. You get all your fruits and vegetables in one serving. It doesn't taste bad. Um, I think it tastes pretty good and, uh, you can go check it out. So please. And it also helps me out. Uh, you can go support the work that's going on here. Okay, so we're going to get into 2A basketball. And I believe within 2A, uh, the the state is the, I think the bracket is set in 2A. Let me just get it pulled up here real quickly. No, out of bounds, it says to me. Why would it say that? Is 3A set? Huh. Interesting. Well, I guess the brackets are not loading, so we'll just go through the RPI here on uh, on 2A because I believe that one's been finalized. Do, do you guys like? I would be curious to find out. Do you like the fact that it's all hidden for the last week? Because I, I feel like I would kind of want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like what I got to do coming in. I mean, there's a bunch of games happening tonight. It's Friday night, and there's a lot of games happening that can impact seating. I feel like I'd kind of want to know what I have to do. Uh, so I'm not really sure what the what the reasoning or or the logic is behind that. But hey, I don't set the rules; I just report on them. Uh, so let's look here at two A. I'm gonna pop over here to uh, my friends over at Deseret News as well. What's up, Deseret News? By the way, uh, with the like, did y'all forget that APA West Valley is in two A? <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how that y'all set your uh, your top five rankings, but I was trying to do like the combined power rankings, and and my guys over at APA West Valley were like, "Why are we like never on your combined power ranking list?" And it's like, well, there's not a lot of people who rank two A basketball in Utah, number one, and number two, uh, you're not getting a whole lot of love over on uh, over on Deseret News. Um, but if I come over here to uh, to two A. Where Max Prep has not released rankings for 2A basketball. What the heck, Max Prep? This is what happens when you're doing these things live. Uh, for some reason, it does not appear to be 
loading. Either way, okay. So we'll just we'll just kind of look at the RPI and also Deseret News, but I'll start with the RPI. So uh, coming in at number one is Canab. Uh, Canab is eighteen and five on the year. Let's go take a look here at their schedule um, and see who they played. So Canab is going to be playing Waterford uh, on Saturday uh, in the uh, in the playoffs. See, they uh, continuing our trend. They also they lost to Penguich and Duchesne and South Sevier. Did I say that correct? Um, also, Page. I'm guessing that's in Arizona. Uh, they rattle off a whole bunch of wins in a row. Faced off with South Sevier again uh, and lost to them. And those are their the losses for Canab. So they come in at number one on the RPI here on UHSAA. Uh, they are led by Cash Mortensen. Uh, Cash is a guard. He's averaging 17.4 points per game, along with Kale Glover. That's a solid name, Kale Glover. And Kyle Brown at 13 and 12, respectively. Uh, Cash is also leading the team in assists. So 17.4, five assists per game. Um, and in, let's see here, rebounds is Kyle Brown. Kyle Brown is averaging 8.4 rebounds per game. Uh, followed by Maddox Baird. Um, by the way, and, and you know, this is no no shame on anybody, but uh, not being from Utah, y'all, what's up with the name spellings here? Why is it? Why is that a thing? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand like why names are just like randomly spelled differently. Uh, maybe somebody can uh, can help me out with that one. Okay, uh, so Canab, they barely they had an rpi of 0.634359 and apa west valley at 0.633180 uh so apa west valley comes in at second though they did uh roll through their region at 10 and 0 uh they finished uh 18 and 5 uh, i was able to go have coach wood and uh, comey and peter were on the podcast that was that was super fun Let's see, going through their schedule, uh, they, ha they had a loss to Bear River by four. They lost to Ogden. These are two, uh, Bear River, I believe, is a 4A school. Um, Ogden is a 3A school. And, you know, just talking to people, you know, spoiler alert, they're up there as one of the top contenders in 3A. Um, let's see, they, they beat Summit Academy. They beat Roland Hall. They lost to Tabiona. They lost to Morgan. Um, and then just had an absolute, we went on an absolute tear, uh, after that loss to Morgan. Uh, it looks as though APA West Valley has not lost this correct has not lost in 2024. Um, so they are in, in the margin of victory. Whew. Y'all the margin of victory for APA West Valley and region is insane. Um, so let's see, we got a, we got a 66 point win. Oh, Ben Lomond, uh, which is not in region, uh, one point win, then merit prep by like 59, uh, Roland Hall by nine Rockwell by 27 merit prep freedom. I mean, these are just like, there's no, they've not been tested. And, you know, I would, from what I know and from what I've seen with APA West Valley, they're going to, they, they should be considered, I think the favorites to win two a, um, so let's go through some stats here. I think if you've been following my podcast for a little bit or, 
uh, the guys over at Prep Hoops or Utah Ballers, you know about Comey. Comey's averaging 23.4 points per game on 52% field goal percentage, not just checking up shots. He's taking good, high-quality shots, followed by uh, Peter Hakim at 16.6 point per game and uh, Shamarke Mbuera at 11.9 points per game. Uh, Peter is also amongst the national leaders, I believe, in assists per game at 8.6. He also is the Utah State record holder for assists in a a single game. Um, We got Moses Duan is averaging 7.9 rebounds per game, and Comey is tied with him at 7.9. And there's Peter. There's the point guard out there making plays, 5.3. So Peter Hakim, by the way, is averaging 16.6, 8.6, and 5 rebounds per game. Uh, He's also averaging four steals a game and uh, is, let's see, I don't see him on the field goal percentage leader, but Peter had a great year. There's no doubt about it. I think a lot of schools should be taking a look at him as someone who can come in to be a floor general. All right. So uh, behind them, we've got Enterprise on the RPI at 17 and six and South Sevier, who I mentioned beat Canab twice. Um, So I, I don't like get out and watch a lot of two A basketball games. Um, I did go watch, uh, who did I watch? Merit Prep, or no, Merit Leadership Academy. No, Merit Prep Academy. Uh, played my friends over at Intermountain Christian. So I did get to go check that game out. Um, but I, I do think uh, if I were to look at this, again, from what I know, I would say APA West Valley, is it should be considered the favorite, right? Teams like Enterprise, Canab, and South Sevier, uh, in North Summit came in at 16 and seven. Again, I don't, I don't really know a lot of these teams, um, but I will say I know the coaches at schools like Roland Hall, who is at 11 and 11, and it's the closest game that APA West Valley has had. They're they're super well coached, um, and a team like that can make a run. And don't overlook, friends, don't overlook American Leadership Academy. ALA went nine and one in the region. Uh, Ronnie Ross always, always, always puts them through a tough schedule. So these guys came in, uh, they were 14 and 10, but they played Provo. They played American Heritage. They played Judge Catholic School. They played uh, Emory, who is up there in 3A. Uh, They played Skyline. Uh, They played Ben Lohman. They played Timpanogos. They played Summit Academy. Like, Coach Ross just he always wants the smoke. And you know, these guys, they have a team. I, I think that ALA, from what I know of of them, I think they got a squad that can go do it. Um, we've got uh Zachariah Swarns uh at 15 points a game. Jackson Hunter, I believe, is the record holder now for um three pointers in a single game. Uh so he's at 14.6. He is an absolute sharpshooter. And so you you take a team like this in two way and you go, man. I, they, they, they've got some size, they've got skill and they're super well coached. I feel like that's a team that can come in They're They're currently in the, on the RPI, they're 10th in the RPI. I kind of think they're similar to judge and three, a judge is also 10 in the RPI, but there's not a team above them. That's like, you know who I hope we play. I hope we play American leadership Academy or I hope we play judge. Right. Um, I think that these teams can go get it done. Uh, so Anyway, uh, there's a little bit of 2A basketball preview. Let's get in here to the last one of the day, and then I'll let you all go because it's a big night here in, uh, in, in Utah. We got the final night of the regular season for a lot of teams. 
Um, and for some kids, it might be, it, you know, I don't know what the playoffs look like, but for some players, they're coming into tonight, they're seniors, and this is their final night to play high school basketball. Maybe their final night, likely their final night to play, you know, competitive basketball. This is a really, it, it can be a really cool and special night. Um, I remember my senior night actually found my old pamphlet from my senior night, which was 25 years ago. And it was really awesome for me get nostalgic here for a second and then I'll go into 3A. But it was really cool for me because I realized I still keep in touch with every one of these guys. So everybody that I played high school basketball with, all the dudes who were in my grade, this was 1999 is when I graduated from high school, y'all, 25 years ago. And I still keep in contact with him. One of them, my buddy Thomas Clark, uh, who put down a 360 dunk in a game, played soccer at the Air Force Academy, ran the decathlon at the Air Force Academy. He's a he's a tremendous athlete. Um, you know, he's like, hey, I'm coming to Utah. I'm gonna go skiing, and I'm like, dude, borrow my car. Like, let's go. Like, I'll meet up for lunch. Like, basketball is so beautiful in that it can forge friendships for you that can truly last a lifetime. Um, and so, don't just always remember that. Okay, don't forget that. All right, let's get into 3A basketball here real quick. Let's see if Max Preps will give me something. That was weird that 2A just had nothing. All right, so uh, going through Max Preps, uh, South Summit is up at the top, and I believe I'm, I'm almost positive they got the, um, the number one seed on the RPI. Let me pull that up here. 3A final RPI. Yeah, so South Summit came in at number one. Emory two, Ogden three, and Manti at four are at the top of the RPI in 3A. Um, I think that's kind of close to, except for Richfield. Richfield snuck in on the uh, on Deseret News. They have Ogden number one, South Summit number two, Emory three, Richfield four, and Manti. The Templars of Manti. Uh, that's a pretty. That's a pretty sweet name. <laughs> Uh, coming in at, at number five. So uh, let's talk a little bit here about South Summit. South Summit is 20 and three, though uh, they were 13 and 0 going into region, finished up second in the region. So uh, this is just a, a, an interesting question for me, right? So you have an RPI that sets the playoff schedule. And I know this isn't perfect. And I know that we're all trying to do their best, right? But you get a school like South Summit who, uh, you know, because of their record, they had a 20 and three, 20 wins is a lot, right? They're 20 and three, but they did not win their region. And so you have a school who didn't win their region end up as the top seed in the state. I just think that's interesting, right? Is there a way to, is, is there a mechanism around which that doesn't complicate this too much that says like, Hey, you, you, to be a top four seed, you have to win region. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but, um, I think it's interesting. So they go 20 and three, they start off the year. Uh, incredibly hot, right? They go 13 and 0. Uh, they draw who are they playing? They're playing Delta on Saturday. Um, a team that they that's actually the first team they played. They they beat them back in uh, November on November 21st, 78 to 52. Um, they had a good run, right? They beat a, a really tough American Heritage team. Um, they uh, let's see, they beat they beat Manti, uh, they beat Juab, they beat Summit Academy. Um, they just, they, and they beat Ogden. So they have a win over Ogden, another win over American heritage. Um, but then lost to Morgan, lost to Ogden, lost to Grantsville, who I think is going to be a really tough out from what I can tell, um, revenge win against Morgan. 
So what I, I don't, I don't really know exactly, you know, what you're going to get with a team like South Summit because quite candidly, I don't, I've never seen them play. It's not like I'm breaking down video or anything like that. I'm a terrible Utah high school podcast host. Um, but let's, uh, let's give some guys some shout outs here. So, uh, taking a look at South Summit, where'd you guys go? Oh, there we go. Stats. Um, so South Summit is coached. Let's give the coach a shout out here. Um, team roster coached by coach Norm Hader. Uh, he is, uh, this is his first year there. So, uh, 20 career wins, three total losses. Uh, they are led by a tremendous talent from what I've heard. Again, I haven't, I haven't watched anybody pray, play. I've watched people pray before, but not, <laughs> I haven't watched any of these kids play. Uh, Logan Wolstenholm. I hope I did your name justice, Logan. Uh, he's averaging 22.4 points per game and 7.9 rebounds per game. Gage McKee is averaging a double-double, 13.7 points per game and 11.3 rebounds per game. And then uh, you've got Bracken Lash at 8.8 points per game. Um, Gage is also averaging three blocks per game and, uh, let's see anything else here. No. Um, so you know what, what's going to happen with South summit. I, I don't, I don't really know. I know they played some tough teams in three a, I know they've beaten a lot of tough teams in three a they've had some tough losses in three a as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens with South summit. Emery snags the, the two seed in the, in the state tournament. Again, another team that finishes second in their region at 10 and four they uh went 18 and five this year doing a quick glance through their schedule uh let's see some of their losses uh the aforementioned south summit uh nobody played penguin maybe some of these 3a teams need to actually i, I uh was a canyon view yeah canyon view played uh penguin and canyon view also played emory and uh played them to a 78 to 61 victory uh they lost to richfield and they lost to manti uh they lost to delta uh 62 to 55 delta who's playing south summit so is delta primed for a big upset i i don't i don't know i don't know much about the delta i think it's the rabbits um but the emory spartans like i said grab that second seed they are let me tell you here real quickly they're led by luke justice and zach tuttle at 17 and 11.6 points per game and uh respectively rebounds wade stilson is averaging nine and nine points nine points per game 9.6 rebounds per game and wade is also the leader in assists per game at four and a half so it looks like we got our glue guy and wade stilson at nine nine and four and a half um emery again we'll give we'll give our shout out here to the coach let's see here head coach dave justice um i'm guessing his uh his child is is also on the team um and then finally ogden so i think that ogden you know these are sort of the top three you know contenders here at the end of the year i know my guy aj over at utah ballers that was his prediction was that ogden would be uh, cutting down the nets um ogden won their region at nine and one in region play finished the year 18 and five um, Ogden going a quick look through here through their schedule, uh, had a bunch of early season wins, had a tough loss at, at, uh, Juab had a loss. They lost to mountain crest, Bonneville sacred heart prep. I'm not sure where they are. Um, had a two point loss to South summit. And then <clears throat> they just went, they went on a little bit of a mini run 
And so uh, similar to APA West Valley, <clears throat> excuse me, Ogden has the one loss at South Summit so far this year, and that is it. Um, they are they they just beat Grantsville fifty nine to fifty one, but well, I, that's that's a close game, right? That was a home game against Grantsville. Uh, Grantsville is a team I think maybe even like a team like Delta that I think could come out and uh, potentially pull uh, pull an upset over the uh, prospective uh, state. Uh, let's see your championship favorite. There it is. That was the word I was looking for um, in in Ogden. So in terms of you know, sleepers, I think in 3A, uh, if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know, I have two kids in my in my house who live at Judge or who live at Judge. They practically live at Judge, uh, who play at Judge, Solomon King and my son, AJ Peak. Um, you know, Judge finished up the year 10 and 13, um, but they played a, they just played a brutal schedule. I mean, they had, according to Max Preps, uh, they had the hardest schedule in 3A. And so they they got the 10 seed, um, but do, does anyone up in Morgan, is anyone really excited that they got the seven seed to play judge in the first round? Can Morgan beat judge? Of course, Morgan can beat judge, right? Um, but they're, they're, nobody's going to look look at judge on their schedule here from here on out, right? However many games they play, and who, who knows? But no one's going to be like, yes, I'm really happy we get to play that team. Um, judges is, is incredibly talented. I think judge is incredibly well coached. <coughs> and, uh, and I also got to watch another team in American heritage. Um, I watched a couple games there. Uh, the, the Wintana kids in the backcourt are they're They're special. It's just a, it's a special backcourt coached by their pops. Um, I think a team like American heritage is somebody else who, who can go out and, and make a run. I believe if I recall, they got, yeah, so they got the nine seed. So American Heritage is in the top, Judge is in the bottom. Could they meet in the championship game? I think there's a definite possibility of that happening, right? Um, they're, they're, they, they have talent. The thing is, and I'll kind of wrap this up here, in a, in a single elimination tournament, like what a state tournament is, it, it, is, it is a, with, with 16, 17, 18-year-old boys, <clears throat> Anything can happen. Truly, anything can happen. Um, and and especially you start getting further on down, right? These, it, I think, seeds 10, 11, you know, all the way up to one, because of the way the RPI is set, you don't really know how good they are. Because you could be a team like Judge who just had played a, a murderer's row of a schedule, right? And, and ended up with the 10 seed. Um, and may, and had they switched it up, had they played a different schedule, maybe they end up with the one seed who nobody really knows. But at the end of the day, all that seeding sort of goes out the window and you got to lace them up and you got to go play. So, uh, there's a little bit of my one, a two, a and three, a playoff preview. Um, you know, uh, I gave some predictions and hopefully shouted out some players. So, uh, that was, that was fun. Thanks for listening to me rant and ramble and go on and on about this. Uh, if you're not, please consider subscribing at utahbasketball.net. You'll get notified anytime any new episodes come out. These podcasts air on like this one. We're live on Twix and we're live on YouTube. Um, and then uh, there'll also be some snippets of this on uh, Instagram. And then it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and all of the places. So I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks to the one comment from Matt at Craft Pro. 
YT. What? Okay. Uh, anyway, this is we're we're big time, y'all. We're really big time. Um, I really appreciate y'all tuning in, and um, I'll be back on next week. Hopefully, grab some guests. So we can talk through four A, five A, and six A before they get started. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. Be kind and rewind. I don't know. See ya.